talk. Bad like Orange Orange with Legal. Uh. Big Dog Ball Talk. Here to give you the take that make you quake. And baby, will they ever make you shake your way <laughs> into the weekend? Ooh, uh, Jordan, it's been uh, it's been been a good week. It's been a week full of crazy, crazy NBA games. It's March, baby. It's March. Uh, yes. February 29th, it counts as March. Leap years are, are fucking fugazi. Uh, <laughs> I don't support it. Don't care. Uh, I, I want the leap year to not exist so that way in 10 years, it's snowing in like June. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I really don't care. Uh, fuck it. Time is a man-made construct as it is. We should just go back to like the, the, the Game of Thrones. Uh, we just call a year whenever winter starts and we just all kind of decide once the snow starts that it's winter. Uh, yep. But Jordan, uh, I mean, I think that it's interesting. You know, we, have, we also have to shout out a, a quick birthday. I know a lot of people are talking about it. Tyrese Halberton of the Indiana Pacers turned, yeah, uh, I believe, six years old. Yeah, congratulations to him on hitting the milestone. Uh, easily the youngest player uh, in the NBA born on uh, February 29th. So uh, congratulations to him. Jordan, if you were born on February 29th, would you want to be celebrating your birthday on the 28th of February or March 1st? Oh, good question. Um, Mm -hmm. I think probably March 1st. I I think March is a much happier month than February. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just overall. March, in my mind, March should be the start of the year. I find it weird that the new year starts in january the hot take what what a depressing uh you know month uh you know i know it's exciting at the beginning it's like uh new year new me but really you look around it's mm-hmm, freezing mm-hmm. cold the, same me though the, yeah, yes uh it's freezing cold the the days are super short march there's some excitement in the air i actually was i walked home from mm-hmm. work yesterday i saw some little fucking flowers out because it's been so warm in toronto did you um, stomp them? No, I didn't stomp them, but I, I did little, Stupid little flowers? Normally, normally I really, you know, I'll, I'll get emotional when I see flowers in the spring because I'm like, wow, <laughs> mm-hmm. we finally yeah. made it. But it doesn't even feel like I earned it this year. I'm like, oh, fuck off. Like, it just feels, this has been a very weird winter. Um, shout out El Nino, I guess. But, um, you know, I, yeah, I, I, I think I would go, if I had that birthday, I'd go with March 1st. I think it's, uh, uh, you know, a celebratory month. Uh, I'm, I've got my, my whole calendar's booked off tomorrow, Matt. There's college basketball games all day, starting from like mm-hmm. noon onwards. It's that time of year. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm excited, man. Uh, so yeah, give me, give yeah. me March 1st for sure. February's, uh, or February's old news. A hidden third option, man. Uh, you can have four birthdays worth. In one birthday, every year, so you that. Have your February 29th birthday, and then you just get four times the amount of the uh, presents. The party is four times bigger. Like, like we're renting yachts, we're getting bottle service, we're going <laughs> fucking nuts. We're not just doing a, yeah. a singing around a, a shitty cake you get from the grocery store. We're we're really going big. Yeah, uh, four shitty again, cakes from the grocery the, store. Four times. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes, uh, that makes it almost worth it. Yeah. Uh, but it's big dog ball talk. My dog, Jordan Flegel, March first recording this uh and jordan maybe a, a candidate for for game of the year i don't know uh you know might maybe a little bit more storyline and drama in this one uh, impacting it but the the game uh w- was good it was back and forth uh with the san antonio spurs taking the huge upset win over the oklahoma city thunder uh you know huge upset just because you know one of the best teams in the Western Conference loses to uh, the worst team in the Western Conference. Yep. <laughs> uh, but obviously, the storyline going into this one uh, was Chet going against Wemby, uh, and uh, you know the, the number one overall pick versus uh, you know last year's number two overall pick. Uh, it, it really it had everything. It had exactly what we wanted to see. Uh, and Jordan, I, I think the last time we talked about this, I said I was on the fence about giving the award to Wemby Yama over Chet. 
I'm 100%. I'm crossing that picket line, man. I'm ba- I'm on the Wembenyama side, man. Uh, and really, it was that la- that end of the uh, end of the game play. He hits that huge three to put them up. He also had the uh, the nice little slick assist. It was a horrible defensive breakdown uh, on the part of the, the the Thunder there. I think it was maybe Lou Dort or Casey Wallace. I'm not really sure which of them. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. Yep. Uh, one of them shifted over. Super unnecessary, wide open Trey Jones three. Yep. Uh, Wemby hits the three, but he also has that huge block on Chet, which was didn't even jump, just bitched him uh, uh, all ball. And uh, that I think that kind of is open shut case. Unless Chet's going to go off and start averaging like 22 and nine for the rest of the year and it's like really going off, I don't think that it's, uh, it, it's a run anymore. Wemby, you're the rookie of the year. Congratulations. Yeah, I, I mean, it feels kind of cliche. I feel kind of stupid saying it, but yeah, I, I agree. I mean, that's such a, you know, flashball moment. Literally, you know, game on the line. Chet's trying to, you know, shake him as much as he can. He's dribbling probably more than a guy, uh, you know, that size really even should be. But both of these guys have mm-hmm. those skills going at it most of the game, guarding each other. And then, yeah, tries to get one over him. Wemby just blocks it cleanly. I mean, that's really like there's almost no one else even in the league maybe Embiid, maybe Anthony Davis, but not even like who could block that shot from Chet uh, at all mm-hmm. uh, you know, from a, you know, seven footer uh, trying to do a little kind of step back mid ranger. Um, and yeah, the fact that he just, he just gobbled it up uh, and, and yeah, secured the the upset win. I mean, the Spurs have been much better. Like if they had been playing like this earlier on, they wouldn't be quite so bad and it wouldn't, uh, yep. you know, feel so weird giving rookie of the year to a guy on, on such a horrible team. But yeah, it's, it's just been, it's hard to argue against it. I mean, there's this, there's the, the five by five game. And then, you know, before that, mm-hmm. the almost five by five game, he just looks triple double with blocks against the wraps. Yep. He just looks so much more comfortable out there. Like he, he, he's got his spots on the floor now. Uh, he's, he's much more efficient, uh, and, uh, you know, still super impactful defensively leading the league in blocks per game. I mean, you could argue he's in the defensive player of the year conversation. Again, that's a yeah. word tied to, that's an award tied to team success as well. He, he, he won't win it just based on that, but you know, um, that, that's well, really, you get a couple votes. Sure. Top, top sure. three, I would say maybe, sure. you know, the, I, I think you could make the argument, but yeah, I mean, the Spurs team defense is shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's probably not one he'll, he'll win this year, but he'll be in contentious contention for it for the next 15 years, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you know, he'll but, probably be the favorite to win it next year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, uh, like the, 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 the people have made the point too. I've, I've heard in the last few days that like, yeah, it's kind of clear that Wemby's overtaken Chet now, but it's kind of unfortunate too because in other years Chet would run away with the the Rookie of the Year. Like the fact that he he's this good and this impactful on a team uh, as good as the Thunder are, like as a rookie, like it's 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 kind of hard to take away from what Chet has done this year and even last night, like twenty three seven and five. Uh, you know, no, he was good. He was balling was out, awesome. especially the first half. Yeah, yeah, and 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 himself um, averaging more than two and a half blocks per game this year. Like he, he could be in that defensive player of the year conversation too, down the line. Uh, you know, if he beefs mm-hmm. up a little bit, um, you know, and, and sort of keeps up this pace, but yeah, just like, I, 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 I do think when Wemby has kind of got it in his hands now, and as long as he keeps doing this down the stretch, uh, I, I think he's got it. The only, re- the only thing would be is if he really falls off, if Chet has these amazing string of games, and if the Thunder are number one in the West, I, I genuinely think that's the only way uh, that maybe uh, he could sneak himself back in, in the lead. But yeah, I think with the amount of time left in the season, I think 
voters have seen enough. I think it's going to be Wemby's award. And, and, and it makes sense too. Like when you think about the best rookies this year, in terms of just the highlight moments, it's going to be all Wemby. Like it's like everything, yeah. the, the stretch, uh, like the freaking uh, from space jam, those uh, when Michael Jordan was being held back and fucking extended his arm out to dunk it. He does that mm-hmm. shit every night. Uh, you know, all, all the highlight plays that, you know, we're going to think about him down the line. So yeah, it, it feels right that he wins it. Um, but you know, Chet's going to be right there with him and they're going to sort of go back and forth throughout their entire careers. It's really exciting. I mean, this is kind of like, this is kind of, you know, if you want to hang your, if the NBA wants to hang its hat on, on uh, a rivalry going forward for the next, however many years, uh, you, you, you've got a good one with these two guys, uh, reminiscent of, you know, bird and magic uh and the you know the the other kind of rivalries right right when guys enter the league where it's clear they're sort of you know close skill wise they both bring different things to the table but and and they're super competitive um and yeah, I, I mean i don't think that they like each other that much no, like they seem that they, 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 wanna, they both were getting up for that game yeah yeah and that's been clear like when they play i forget when it was maybe it was a technically like a under 19 international game or something between the U S and France or something before they were both in the league, they played each other and it was a big deal. Cause obviously, you know, two seven foot freaks like that, they're going to be kind of compared yep. to each other a lot, but, but yeah, uh, even in the preseason when they played each other, it was a big deal. So yeah, they, they seem to get up for it. And the good news for, for us as fans, you know, same division, uh, they're going to be playing against each other, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a hell of a lot. Four times um, a year. So it's, uh, it's, it's great. Uh, awesome. Awesome showing by them. And, uh, but yeah, I, I agree. I think Wem- Wemby's done what he needed to do to uh, to, to get that R- ROI. Yeah, and uh, I mean the fans of San Antonio were going fucking nuts for this one. Yeah, uh, yeah, this was yeah. their this was their NBA championship. Uh, this was the, the biggest game of their season for them. Uh, and, and like you got to give them credit, like they show these little flashes, like the potential of the Spurs team, yep. uh, where they can just get hot and they are the better team. Like uh, I, I mean, I don't. I, 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 SGA did did his thing. Like he he toyed with the defense when he wanted to. He had some tough buckets. Like he, he did his thing. Uh, at the end of the day, the the Thunder should have won this game uh, outright as well. Because again, I think if they win this game, the outlook on it, like that we're discussing right now is totally different. I think I might even still be on the Chet side. I think we'd right. still be really close. Yeah. But uh, I mean, again, Chet, like uh, as you said, he had a good uh, statistical performance. He was one of the best players on the court uh, from both sides uh, in the game throughout the entire duration of the game. Uh, honestly, if uh, Chet has anyone to blame. It's Lou Dort <laughs> taking the dumbest fucking. He he bricks three threes in a row down the stretch. Yeah. Uh, he got he hit a couple of nice little mid range shots, but then he thought he was sick, and then he was taking all the shots away from everybody else uh, down the stretch of that game. Yeah. He was the one who put them in that hole. Uh, and we've talked about uh, the Thunder. Maybe uh, you know they they wanted to move on from him at, or potentially upgrade. Taking the off season, that's something you look long and hard at because. Uh, He's not quite a, a polished enough offensive player to uh, be a live by the three, die by the Lou Dort three type of player. Uh, just go back to his rookie season when uh, the Thunder played uh, the, the Houston Rockets and uh, it was, the whole series was divided on if he could shoot better than 25% from deep. Uh, we're, we're still yep. working on that one. But yep. uh, overall, it was a great game. Uh, entertaining start to finish. And, uh, you know, uh, regardless of how this one goes, we're both looking forward to uh, seeing Chet and Wemby go toe-to-toe one more time, uh, you know, into next season or, uh, you know, into the, the, the extended future. But, uh, yep. Jordan, to, to kind of move on here, we got another big man we want to talk about. 
His name is Joel Embiid. Ever heard of him? No. Philadelphia 76ers reigning MVP. Uh, says he will be back by the end of the regular season. That's what he hopes to do. Uh, you know, we, we had heard that he was going to be out for the regular season, and then, uh, you know, we'd see the timeline for uh, when he'd be back in the postseason. But Embiid saying straight up he will be back before then. I think maybe it's a little optimistic here, Jordan. Uh, I would yeah. like to buy into that. I'd like to believe him. I'd like to think that this is uh, – we're going to be seeing, uh, you know – the, the maybe the, the second best player in the world right now, uh, you know, or one of the best, uh, definitely can't argue that, uh, you know, back on the court. But I don't want him to rush into anything. Uh, nope. But at the same time, I think the 76ers might not be opposed to that because we've seen the 76ers really plummet in the standings. They're, you know, they're, they're, they're currently sitting in fifth. They're tied with the Magic and the Pacers and they're only, uh, for the sixth and seventh seed. Uh, and they're only a half game above the Heat in the eighth seed. So there could be a total free fall still here. Uh, for the 76ers. So they're going to need every win they can get. So they might need Embiid to come back a little bit early. But, uh, I mean, Jordan, I, like, how are you feeling about Embiid trying to come back before at the playoffs? Uh, do you think it's a good move for the 76ers? I mean, this is it's tough. Like, you, you kind of have I, – I can sort of see arguments uh, for, for both sides kind of making sense because, yeah, the Sixers, you know, they, they've been just – not able to really put string together any uh, stretch of good basketball since he went down. And we all predicted that that was pretty obvious. He's yeah. key to everything they do. Now they've lost two in a row. Who'd have thunk Paul Reed can't yeah. fill that void. <laughs> After that Denver game that uh, Embiid uh, pussied out of, he was amazing though. So shout out Paul Reed Curse. for that. He stepped into the, that role pretty nicely. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, Yes, they still are in fifth, as you said. But again, they could easily, tomorrow, they could be in eighth. And then you've got the Bulls uh, right there, potentially nipping mm-hmm. at your heels. And you could fall to ninth. Like, you never know um, if, if 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 you're the Sixers, you know, how far you can fall. They just, they're, they're, the East is too good around them, even with the uh, upgrades that they've made, uh, to, to really win all that much without Embiid. Um, and so that's kind of the, the, the issue when I'm looking at him coming back, like, it's not like they they've locked up uh, you know a, a top seed and then they can sort of ease him back in a position where they don't really need him as much say in like an uh, a first round series where uh, you know they're going to be heavily favored uh, against a, a shittier mm-hmm. team because also the days of that that like the days of a bad team making the playoffs at the back half of the playoffs in the east like an eight seed or a seven seed those are kind of over like all these teams are good and all of these teams that are going to make the the final kind of top eight in the playoffs um are like have real expectations uh and and could give you know this sixers team a run for their money so it, it it's just going to be you know hard for the, that team to bring back Embiid in that situation, if it's right towards mm-hmm. the tail end of the, the the regular season and then right into the fire in like a tough uh, playoff matchup, like I'm just worried about his conditioning. So I I I hope yeah. that he can come back with you know I don't know five games left in the regular season. Uh, that might be too optimistic, but like something like that to get his legs under him a little mm-hmm. bit so he's ready for 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 the playoffs. But he if he comes back with you know, only plays a couple games and then is expected to sort of step into this role uh, that he played all season where he, he is the entire focal point of that offense uh, and that defense. Um, 
Yeah. And, and, and where they need him badly to perform against like a, a team that's probably going to be a higher seed than them, like starting on the road. Like it's just a tough situation. Well, dude, I mean, right, right now you're, you're, you're the top four seeds. Uh, I mean, it's going to be, you know, the, 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 I mean, technically the 76ers, if they kind of win a couple more, the Knicks haven't been that sure. great. They're only a game behind them for fourth. But I mean, yeah. if they end up six to eight, you're playing the Celtics, the Cavs, or the Bucks. Well, exactly. And, uh, just... You know, if Embiid's not at a hundred percent, I don't know if they beat any of those teams. The Cavs probably their best chance, but I I really think that you know the the pressure being put on a guy coming right off exactly. injury, like you're saying, uh, w- without that, uh, you know, just kind of I don't know confidence maybe behind him because we've seen him get hurt before, come back yep. sluggish, out of shape, yep. and that's not his fault. It happens to a lot of players after a long layoff like that. Yep. It's not a, an Embiid specific thing, but uh, I mean. That's a, a huge tall task, it's, and you know they, he's he's their best defender as well. Yes. Like he, you, it's not just that you're expecting him to score thirty; you're expecting him to hold that their best front court player to you know in check, make sure they're not doing anything. Yeah. And uh, I I really don't know how much he's going to be able to push himself. And if if this is a, a year that's just going to go the wayside, I mean, uh, it, it really really sucks for Philly fans. Uh, and, and you know they've they've had a tough tenure in the last couple of years. You know a lot of close chances in those second rounds, never quite able to get off the hump. Uh, you know, I'm I'm hoping that maybe uh, Embiid can get there, and you know we can see the full extent of this team because they were looking like maybe contenders there for a while. So uh, I'm I'm interested to see, but I don't know, man. I'm I'm pretty skeptical on how good he's going to be when he gets back. Yeah, and I agree with you. It's not his fault in those situations where he's come back and he's hurt and he's got conditioning problems. But it it I think it does kind of affect him as a big guy more than uh, mm-hmm. other players. You sort of necessarily like it's just it's he's he's shown in the past that it is an issue for him and it is hard for him to uh you know get back into that game shape quickly and then of course you know when he is uh looking kind of sluggish like that you know he he does even more of the foul baiting more of the falling down and that's when he's at heightened risk of injury again like he could re-aggravate something he could uh you know favor something a little bit more and 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 hurt hurt something completely different so it it is Mm -hmm. something you know I, I'm sure Sixers fans are super worried about because we, we've seen this story with this guy before. Um, but I, I, like ultimately, I think it's just going to come down to this Sixers group without him. How how serious are they going to want to sort of take this last stretch of the season? How much are you know how, how much growth can Tyrese Maxey and and all these other guys show to the point where they get home court advantage and they say, you know what, big fella, we're going to do this. We're going to finish out the season strong for you, so that when you come back we're not up against the wall right away. Having you, uh, you know, forcing you to carry us uh, on the road uh, to, to, to start out a tough playoff run. So it like, if, if the Sixers can do that and really outperform without him for the last part of the season and, and finish top four somehow, if they can uh, keep, keep the Knicks sort of, you know, overtake the Knicks, Knicks and then keep them behind them. Then I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, then, then, then now we're talking, we can bring him back. He can work him, work him in a little bit. And then, you know, if you start off the playoffs at home, maybe, you know, if he doesn't feel good that first game, try it without him, see if you can, you know, sort of ride that crowd, get it, get a one Oh start. And then, then sort of things kind of can build positively. But if you don't get there and you are starting below, uh, you know, in the lower half of that playoff race, I just think it's, it's just gonna, it's going to be, tough it's going to be an uphill battle um and and i think it's going to be more likely that he overexerts himself you know hurts himself in a different way isn't quite ready yeah uh so so yeah i mean and and that's kind of the the question about the sixers anyway it's like we know Embiid is a championship level guy in terms of his talent and what he can do he's a former yeah, mvp yeah. he's been great now for the last five years like top top you know one of the absolute best players in the nba but is this supporting cast 
who, you know, the vibes are great. We, we all know him and Tyrese Maxey work uh, really well. You get Kyle Lowry, the hometown kid. You've got Tobias Harris playing well. But were, were, were any of us really 100% sure that that supporting cast behind Embiid was like a championship level uh, team? Like it's, it's they still mm-hmm. haven't proven that yet. This is not a team that's gotten to the conference finals. It's not a team that has put together a deep run. Now is their chance to prove to him and to everybody else uh, that they can do it even when he's not out there on the court because the best championship yeah. teams have the DNA, they have the, you know, the ability to win uh, and and sort of be gritty, go out there and get get the necessary uh, sort of, you know, th- things done that you need to get done, even without your best player. So, you know, we'll see if they can do it. So far, they've kind of faltered, but uh, I think that's going to be the key for the, the Sixers down the stretch here. Well, let's be honest, man. If, uh, let's say he doesn't come back in the regular season at all, he misses game one and game two of uh, the first round. Yep. If they're down 0-2... He might not even fucking play. No, and if he does play, I guarantee the second things go south, he's just, I'm yeah. subbing out. I'm, <laughs> yeah. out I'm, I'm going Paul, to the bench. Paul, I'm you're not coming being in a part of this. Not my fault. No. Yeah, washing my hands clean of this season, yeah. and then it's going to be all off season. If I was healthy, I'd be MVP. We'd be champions. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll have the Embiid, uh, you know, media tour, cry baby shit. Yeah. Uh, so I'm uh, I'm, I'm also, I think that's probably the most likely scenario that is going to end up happening yeah. uh, is that he doesn't come back. He misses like maybe one or like game one or game two. And then, yeah, this is how it all ends. Uh, if the 76ers are able to get to the second round of the playoffs this year, I will be shocked. Uh, maybe I'll have to put something on the line there. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to figure it out. Yeah. But to move on here, Jordan, uh, as we kind of look ahead, you know, the, the, not, not, not the greatest situation there for Embiid in Philadelphia, but man, we've talked about emo Donovan Mitchell way, way back in this podcast. Uh, you know, he shed, he shed on the, shed, shed the black, Black clothes and the My Chemical Romance T-shirt. Gave it all to Jimmy you know, Butler. Everything's, yeah, I gave it to Jimmy, but then Jimmy was just kind of doing it for like a fashion trend. <laughs> and we're gonna talk about Jimmy actually a little yes, bit here. Yes. Uh, but it seems that you know he he went over to, to Damian Lillard, and Damian Lillard is really the 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 emo of the NBA now. Uh, depressed Dame uh, yep. talking about how he's. And to be fair, you know I, I'm not gonna make fun of the divorce and everything. That's that's legit. I am. You can be sad Ooh. about that. But oh, okay. Well, they make fun of him. I don't care. What is uh, uh, Michael but, Michael Scott? Uh, all, all, I'm going to recycle all those uh, Toby divorce jokes. Uh, you know, he's, mm-hmm, he's not yes, even really yes. a part of his family. Of course, he's not a part of the Bucks family. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, uh, Dame just saying that he doesn't have anything to do. He just goes to practice, plays his games, and he goes and watch boxing highlights and streams. And it's like I didn't know, man. What, I man? thought Milwaukee was awesome. I thought Milwaukee was the greatest yes. city on earth, man. This is yeah. a shock to me. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. Uh, the, the nightlife is not good in Milwaukee. Who would have known? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I feel for him in a way. You know, when I hear that, now it's not great. He's not happy with the situation. But I'll say two things. One, you make fucking $50 million a fucking year, man. You better find a way to keep yourself entertained. You don't know. You have $50 million, man. They say money can't buy happiness, but I sure as hell would be a little bit happier if I had a, a Lamborghini sitting in the, the, the driveway, yeah. uh, you know, a couple floors uh, on top of my, my duplex. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Just, just some land under my name. Yeah. But, uh, you know, all, all things considered, it is pretty – like I would say this actually should be a lot, like a bigger concern for people to hear than, uh, you know, than, than anything because – He's only been there, again, half a season. Yep. And there's already been so much bullshit that's happened for the Bucks, And it just keeps coming out more and more and more and more. And your second best player, the guy who's supposed to be, again, like now you're essentially your franchise, your championship contending point guard, doesn't even like the city he's in. Yeah. Uh, like that that doesn't work at all. Like Giannis, like I, I'm being legit here, has to go out there and take him out and show him 
what there is to love in Milwaukee. Things like, like someone on that team needs to do it. I don't know. Like Doc isn't going to be able to do it because he's fucking been there two weeks. He's been there less time than him. Uh, they both, they probably have most of those guys. Wait, didn't Illinois. Doc go to like, Marquette I, or something? Uh, I might be wrong. Doc might, oh, might, might know that place from, from back in the day. I could be wrong though. Uh, I, I, I have to do my research. Alex, figure out where Doc went. To, uh, yeah. Alex, search it. Uh, yeah. But uh, it, legitimately though, like someone needs to actually go out there and give this guy some kind of an introduction to the city, give him something to do. Uh, help him out a little bit because, like, I mean, and again, not to throw shade on Portland, but I mean, if like Portland is, uh, you know, that this great extravagant thing in comparison to Milwaukee, then you're really in fucking trouble. Yeah. Uh, and, and I mean, this is another thing. Like, you hear this like as a free agent uh, this coming off season. You know, you're looking at the Bucks. You know, maybe frisky contenders. Uh, but then you're like, well, fuck. Damian Lillard says it sucks to live there. I don't really want to go there. I'll just go play in Miami where I know it's lit. So uh, I'm I'm interested to see like how this is going to go because you know. Morale is a huge part on your encore production, and uh, this team might actually have the worst vibes in the NBA. I'm pretty close to throwing that label on them because not many teams have had this much discourse throughout the season. And, uh, uh, yeah, I, I think that maybe Washington uh, or Detroit are the only ones that are, you know, com- com- competition for that, and they've got nine fucking wins each. Yeah. So uh, this is uh, this is bad. Hey, man, I look, I said, I said right when that Dame-Drew Holiday trade happened that – I, I some it just didn't feel right. It felt like there was some bad juju around trading away your championship point guard who was such a big part of their finals run. It felt like just like mm-hmm. that, you know, without without even a second thought. Like, oh yeah, obviously we're gonna go get Dame. And yes, I I probably would have made that trade too, ultimately. Okay. So, you know, I'm not criticizing anyone, but you know, it it just nothing has felt right about this team this entire year. That even though they, you know, they they uh, like Aside from the hiring Doc thing where, you know, he goes on his media tour and everything, you know, even though they've actually looked better defensively and actually looked like a more sort of coherent group, they've put together some good performances. It just still doesn't feel uh, 100% right. And and yeah, all this stuff with Dame, not even that he's said he's, uh, you know, depressed or whatever, or doesn't have a lot to do, but, uh, you know, this, he, he gave his starting five Giannis wasn't in it um you know all all, all this other stuff that he said it's just yeah some something just isn't isn't right with that team and like cry for help man well morale 100 percent is a big part of this and I know the the whole idea when everyone sort of this this duo came together is like Dame and Giannis they're two they, they both love basketball they're both gamers they both uh you know uh as in you know that basketball is the number one thing they care about. Like they, they're, they're going to want to put the work in together uh, and, 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 you know, go out and win. I don't think there's any indication that they're like that close uh, this, this season. Like I think your two best players, when, when Dame's kind of talking like that and, and you've got Giannis, you know, calling out people left. Giannis, Giannis even said himself that when he heard the, the Drew trade, he was like, well, this sucks, but yeah. at the same time, I get that I'm getting Damian Lillard. But like, he was kind of on the side that he didn't really want that move to happen. Like, right. he was okay with it because he was getting a good player. But I don't think he was really happy with it either. And that might yeah, have also kind of been the the start of the dominoes, the Adrian Griffin bullshit. Like, yeah. I, I I really don't know. Yeah, and so like I and I just don't think like aside from the fact that yes, they're two uh, you know of the all time great players. Uh, they're, they're, they they both really want to win. I just don't think. I don't get the sense that their personalities are really that compatible. Like I, I just don't think they're ever going to really uh, be that close. Like obviously completely different backgrounds, 
that that doesn't uh you know exclude two people from uh getting along obviously like anyone can get along with anyone but i just i just don't really think uh that 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 they're on kind of the same wavelength to me from what i've seen from the comments from everything so and that's kind of tough when you don't have your two best players uh sort of on that same page like obviously i'm uh you know this is some conjecture this is my outside view of it all but that's just kind of how it feels to me and so yeah i I think their on-court weirdness is directly being related by this off-court stuff that keeps coming out uh and and that if they want to fix one, they're going to have to kind of fix the other. Like, I think you're going to have to just like lock Damon and Giannis in a room together for like 12 hours or in, you know, in a, a place, get them to, you know, talk it out, do some watch boxing highlights, uh, together. Watch boxing highlights, figure out what you have in common other than uh, that you're professional basketball players. Um, and, you know, something to sort of, you know, liven the, the fucking mood around that place because yeah, the, the vibes have been awful uh, on and off the court doesn't really seem like it's uh getting any better um and and so yeah i mean we'll see they're they're one of the strangest teams uh you know of the year so far and and really Mm. i think people just have including me have no idea what they're going to do when the playoffs come around or where they're even going to finish in the season oh of course not like they're 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 still like we both picked them to go to the finals for god's sakes i still think they still have that ceiling but i i genuinely Mm. do think if they're keeping coming out with these quotes and all this shit, whether it's Giannis, Doc, or Dame, uh, or whoever, uh, you know, maybe Pat Connaughton will chime in at some point about how he's unhappy. I think as long as you're still hearing that type of shit, like I think the that's, the Bucks are still going to be not looking that good on the court. I think, uh, you know, one, one thing's going to fix the other uh, at some point, uh, you know, if, if they're ultimately going to have a successful season. But also, Dame, mm-hmm. you didn't want to come to Toronto Toronto has way more stuff to do than Milwaukee. Toronto, mm-hmm. It's it's cold, mm-hmm. but so is Milwaukee. But at least Toronto, you know, you've got, you know, super diverse city with lots of shit to do. Way more people, uh, way bitches. more things. Um, and uh, Giannis, you should have come here too. You're an idiot. The huge Greek population. Uh, have you ever been to the Danforth? Mm-hmm. We Someone should have taken him to the Danforth just to see the yeah. place. Um, uh, I think it would have, uh, yeah, made his decision pretty easy. Uh, jump and ship. But uh, yeah, uh, that's what you get when you don't join the Raptors. Sorry, Dame. Well, uh, we'll see if the, the not joining Raptors curse continues over there in Milwaukee. That's but what it is. Uh, you know, we mentioned Jimmy Butler there uh, and his uh, kind of emo look, and I don't know if he reprised this for the you know uh, an emo uh, sensation, uh, the the Fallout Boy, the band. Uh, you know, if anyone hasn't seen it, I don't know what the song's called, but just look up Jimmy Butler Fallout Boy. He's <laughs> the main character of this uh, new Fallout Boy music video where he's wearing this big, like, flamboyant, like, cowboy outfit. Kind of looks like Elton John, and he's got the, the hair. Yep. So I don't know if they filmed this right before the uh, the media day, and that's why he had the hair, and then he just went all into it with the eyeliner, and he didn't want to say anything, and then so it was all like, oh, I'm an emo, and he just wanted to play it up without us actually knowing what was going on. Yep. Or if they said, hey, that was funny that you did that, come be in the music video, and he just redid the hair that way. Yep. But either way, very interesting to see an NBA player, you know, not just be in a music video, but be a center focal point of the entire thing. And a weird, like, I don't know, Fall Out Boy, man, it's just hang it up. Like, <laughs> like, I heard, I have heard enough, man. I've it's heard enough. But the, but, the, but the music video is funny. So Jimmy do little dances, pretend to play the guitar, yeah. and he's like a country guy. I don't know. Uh, but, but overall, Jordan, I mean, like, well, were you stoked to see Jimmy get in there? Like, I, yeah. I, I was kind of confused. I thought it was fake for a, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it does feel like a joke. But no, I, I love it. I mean, Jimmy, 
Jimmy's kind of like, like, who, who do you compare him to? I don't know. I mean, like, like Shaq used to do shit like this all the time. Uh, you know, when he's he still playing days and yeah, grown up does. Kazam. Um, but, uh, I, I love it when guys control. when guys branch out and do this type of shit. Uh, if, if that's what they're interested in, I mean, you've only got you know you got one life. Uh, you got people who know who you are. Yeah, it's playing basketball, but you know, go do other things. Because I know all these guys. I, I I just I just like knowing about these people's weird interests. Like I don't know which of the Lopez brothers loves comic books. I think it's both of them. Um, you know, as as twins, I'm sure they're exactly the same. Uh, you know, you yep. you've got other guys with, with interest. Like I don't like the Kawhi-ness where it's like, I literally know nothing about this guy. He likes Wingstop and hey, he drives an old car. He was, he was in a Drake music video. That's true. That's true. And he was in that. Which is, but again, that was a little cameo. Yeah. It, was, it was just a cameo. He wasn't like the main character, but that still yeah. was funny. Yes. Yes. But, but no, I, I like uh, it when guys, sexy for my... <laughs> I like it when guys show us, uh, yeah, who they are out, you know, off the court outside of basketball. And yeah, Jimmy's got a crazy music taste. Apparently he blares country music mm-hmm. in the locker room. Uh, obviously likes the, you know, punky sort of rock shit as well. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Pop punk. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, pop punk, whatever you call it. Alex, what, what, what is it exactly? What is Fallout Boy? Alex! Uh, yeah, well, we'll see if Alex will let us know. I'm pretty sure they, I don't know, they like Fallout Boy is maybe more emo still, emo? but probably not. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe back in the day they were emo, but now they're probably just like pop punk. They're like 40-year-olds, aren't they? Uh, they gotta be. Yeah, that's why it's, you just gotta hang it up. You're not fighting this. You're not fighting the you system. transition man. to dad uh, rock. Divorced dad. Yes, yes. Well, uh, what, what's that? Uh, the, was it some forty-one? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't. I don't want to waste my life. You know, the casualty of society, oh, yeah. and now they're <laughs> still doing this shit. Yes, I don't yes, know. Yes. Uh, but Jordan, this begs the question. You know, we're talking about uh, you know Jimmy being in this music video. Who are some NBA players you would like to see in a music video? Uh, and what, what kind of artists would you like to see him linked up with? Maybe if you have that too, I don't know. Because uh, I've got a couple, but I'm interested to hear what you think, man. I think there's a lot of personalities and uh, you know musical comparisons you could find that would really mesh well with some of these uh, modern players. I mean, hundred percent. I mean, first one that comes to, comes to mind is any uh, you know whether it's a rap music video uh, by like you know by like a man or. Maybe Cardi B, oh, Megan Cardi the Stallion, B or uh, uh, you know Nicki Minaj, something like that. But like Kyle Lowry Iggy in Azalea. some booty shorts, twerking, mm. uh, you know, in the shallow yes. end of a pool. Uh, I think yeah, so Iggy would Azalea go was the right call for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, Kyle Lowry Get that twerking. Photo of Nick Young. Uh, <laughs> Throw back to our second episode ever. Uh, yeah. Uh, what, what? In in whatever way uh, you know you can imagine it, Kyle Lowry uh, throwing Throw that back. ass in a circle. Um, that's uh, that's what I want to see. That's that's number one. What about you, Matt? I, I want to hear what next. you got. Uh, yeah, I, I wish I had gone that route. Uh, I'm a little frisky thinking about it. I mean, the, the, the obvious one, the first one I could think of. Uh, I mean, Drake, you got to get the boy SGA in a video. He uh, loves it. I, I can't believe that hasn't happened. Yeah. Uh, I think that would, that, he's got the swag. It would fit so well. They should do that. Uh, but here are the two that I kind of thought would be a little cooler. Uh, Jared Allen, you know, he, he's kind of a nerdy, nerd? your guy. <laughs> But, yeah. but, but, get him, get him his headband. He's got the big afro. Yes. It's a, a timeless look. I love the afro. Yep. Uh, if I could grow one, I would. Uh, <laughs> but you get him in there yeah. with Silk Sonic, Bruno Mars, and, yeah. uh, and Anderson Pac, yeah, man. They yeah, could yeah, do yeah, some yeah, kind yeah. of smooth thing. Put him in like a disco fit, and he could he could be in the background of one of those videos. It would look good, man. He could make it look good. He could make it work. A Soul Train kind of thing. Yeah, he could. I think Jared Allen, if you yeah, put him in like the bell bottoms, like he could do that old like disco yeah. walkout mm-hmm. like '70s with that hair. That For would sure. be uh, amazing. Yeah, I, I love that idea. But the lights would be too bright. Have, 
You'd be like, yeah, yeah keep the lights these lights down bright. on this. Maybe they like, could be a thing. Be like a disco yeah. king. Like, oh, my, come on, guys. Let's turn it down a little bit. Turn it down. Turn the lights off. Uh, the the other one that I've got down here. Uh, and, and I don't know how this guy uh, is. Like, I, I know that whenever I see, like, music records or top-selling things, uh, he's, like, the number one, like, streamed artist or something. It's insane. But Bad Bunny is still huge. Oh, I, I, I rock a couple songs. Yes. But, but... Why not have a whole song? Grand Theft Alvarado, yes, GTA, yes. Jose Alvarado's Puerto Rican yes, too, man. Yes, 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 that yes, was yes. that's a match made in heaven. That How have you not done that yet? Uh, like, there's got to be a bar in there uh, coming up from behind, like like Alvarado. <laughs> yes. There's something you could do there, man. Yes. I'm I'm writing the song for you, Bad Bunny. But yeah, uh, yeah get get Jose Alvarado and Bad Bunny in the studio together. Get something to go. I, I think it would look good, man. Yeah, yeah, love it. All, you know, along the same lines. I mean, so it, I I don't know if I know many Mexican artists right now, but. Uh, um, Juan Toscano Anderson, Jaime Jaquez, you could get both mm-hmm. both of them in uh, some sort of Mexican inspired video. Um, El Chapo, El Chapo, yeah, there we go. Um, I, I was also thinking like you know Boban would be hilarious in a like Eastern European like dance track uh, music video of yes, some kind. Yeah, yeah. Jokic could make a cameo. You could get Luca in there, like all the former Yugoslavian people, um, and you mm-hmm, know from mm-hmm. from anywhere over there, the Balkans. That would be cool. Um, but, uh, and, and then, yeah, just, just any, any Canadian in a Drake music video as well, or the weekend, uh, you know, Justin Bieber, any, any Tate McRae, yeah, yeah. get, get Kelly Olenek in a Tate yes. McRae video right now. Yes. Yes. That'd be legendary. Yeah. You could, you could strap the pads on. You could maybe make it work. Yeah. He could be the love interest. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. uh, you could flow the, get the flow Looks going. Like a hockey got guy. Backwards snapback. Yeah. Oh yeah. He could make it work. Uh, but, uh, yeah, let us know at Big Dog Ball Talk what you guys have, uh, who you'd like to see collaborate, uh, in a music video, uh, an artist and a NBA player. We want to know at Big Dog Ball Talk. Yep. Let us know. Uh, you could win a, uh, like tweet by us. So, uh, you know, check that out. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a limited time offer. Uh, but, really do it. Jordan, the leap year's done. Fuck it. Fuck We're it. sick of it. But it did give us one extra day of basketball. So we'll thank you for that. Yep. And that also means there's one extra day for the February Big Dog Ball Talk. Big dog of the month. Big dog of the month, February. Jordan, for the first time ever, I'm going to say it's the first time ever. I don't know if this is actually true or not, but I'm so. going to proclaim that it is. For the first time ever, we're going back to back. Same team. Same team, different players, though. Uh, and this one's a doozy because it's a guy who we've kind of shit on a little bit in the past. Uh, a guy that, you know, we, we, we doubted. And, uh, you know, he's, he's maybe proved us wrong a little bit here. Because uh, he's he's really made an impact in uh, his, his new situation, his new team. This uh, in the month of February, he averaged uh, 10.7 rebounds per game, 4.8 offensive rebounds per game, which is the most of any player in the NBA uh, that that actually played. You know, the the majority of the team's games, one and a half blocks per game, and nine points in the paint a night. Jordan, the February big dog of the month is Precious Achua. And it helps out. It really helps out that he plays like 42 minutes a game. Tibbs is running that guy into the ground. Uh, And Hartenstein, who is the, uh, for anyone who uh, doesn't know or or is forgetting, Isaiah Hartenstein, who was the January big dog uh, of the month, he's back now. So we'll see. Maybe they're going to have to fight it out. I don't know. Uh, A a bit of a dog fight. I don't know. I'm cool. We can uh, get Michael Vick. We can host it. We can see these guys throw down. Yes. Uh, Hopefully, Achua will not not be cucking him for too much longer. But who knows? It's possible. Uh, But he has earned this, Jordan. I mean, he's still a little sloppy. He does some crazy stuff on the court. Uh, There's no doubt about it. But Achua's been good for the Knicks, man. He's been holding it down. He's been doing what he can. And, uh, you know, you can't argue with the stats. The numbers don't lie. No, no. Uh, I mean, you 
correctly put that caveat that, yeah, he's playing 40 plus minutes pretty much every night. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. you know, he better be putting up good numbers. Um, But uh, yeah, the Knicks, they were, they've been banged up all of February. It hasn't been the best month for them, to be honest, but though Mm -hmm. he's Mm -hmm. one of the kind of few bright spots and has really helped them in, in, in the games that they have won, Uh, you know, multiple 15 plus rebound games and he's been scoring as yep. well. Like he's been, yeah. Like, as you say, getting on that offensive glass, uh, getting putbacks, uh, you know, a uh, little less threes, for which is nice to see. Yes. His shot selection is much better, but he can still stretch you out a little bit. Uh, he's, there's still a threat of that. You know, he's, that's something he has developed. Um, and, uh, I mean, it's obviously bittersweet to see him performing like this, uh, as a Raptors fan, because, you know, mm-hmm. people, People are, I've seen people on Twitter acting, uh, or sorry, X, uh, acting like this is some sort of surprise. It's like, oh, look, we got him off the scrap heap. Look, and, and we, now he's doing this for us. Like, he showed this type of shit in Toronto a little bit. Like, he was really, yeah, yeah. I was super excited about him, uh, you know, going back a couple years now when, when he was, uh, you know, still a little bit younger. So you forgave him a little bit for his silly mistakes, but he seemed to be able to put together, uh, you know, good basketball games in a row uh, and, and, and look a lot better than he did, uh, you know, the earlier on this year and, and, and most of last year as well, where it just kind of was, was not working uh, with with the Raptors for whatever reason. Um, So I'm glad to see him back at this point uh, as, as a, as a major contributor for a good team. Uh, And I, and I, I still like him as a player, probably more as like a bench mm-hmm. guy, to be honest. Like, I don't know if he'll ever quite get there as a, uh, you know, a full on NBA starter as a big man, because that's, that's a, you know, a, a competitive position in the league these days. Uh, there's lots of good big men floating around, but you know, he's got the skills, he's got the motor. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I don't think he's complaining to be, you know, going from his situation where he was kind of not playing too, too much with the Raptors to uh, you know, playing basically every minute under Tibbs. For now, while he's a young guy, uh, you know, that that works out well while his legs are still fresh. Uh, And uh, yeah, I think he's going to be a a big contributor, even when the Knicks are at full strength. I think he's a good piece to bring off the bench Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, lots of kind of ball handlers who can find him rolling and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. And and yeah, he's just been doing the dirty work. He's been uh, getting under there, mixing it up, uh, using his big frame. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, you love to see it. But it is uh, is a little bit uh, sad slash annoying slash weird. Yeah, well, uh, we'll we'll keep an eye on Achua, see if he can uh, keep performing uh, under, you know, maybe a a lesser role now that uh, some of that depth is coming back for the Knicks uh, and will continue to come back as, uh, you know, they get healthier uh, right now. Like we said, they are uh, really grasping straws there on that bench. But uh, to cap off the podcast, Jordan, you got some trivia to hit me with. I'm going to give you the quickest answers you've ever heard in your life because I'm so confident today. Okay. Uh, So... Let's get into it. We've done uh, NBA trivia plenty. I don't think we have any records. We've done a little bit less this season than we did uh, the last couple of years. Yep. But we got some trivia for you today, and uh, maybe I'll hit Jordan back on Monday or Friday. Yeah. Uh, let's see. But, Jordan, let's start out. Question one. How many you got for me total here? What do we got here? Three, but they're kind of they're, they're Three long. big ones. They're, yeah, they're... they're mm, okay. Well, they're, they're, they have the potential to be long. Like I'm going to give you some, some chances here to uh, rack up the points. Um, Interesting. But, yeah, I've just got three for you. So, okay, here's the first one. We didn't talk about it because, uh, you know, a couple of days ago now, but, uh, you know, the Lakers had that huge uh, fourth quarter comeback against the Clippers. LeBron putting the team on his back, uh, you know, as per usual. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just, you know, I want to shout out the King, uh, sort of look at his career sort of achievements, uh, especially in comparison to some of the other active players in the league, because it's kind of insane mm-hmm. that he's still doing this. So 
Likely getting 40K this weekend. Yeah, in, insane, insane. A record that may never be broken, although you never know. Maybe it'll be mm-hmm. Victor uh, <laughs> down the line. Yeah, who um, knows? But uh, so LeBron obviously has the most career finals games for any active player, 55. Mm-hmm. I, would, I was going to say name the next guys after that, but it's pretty obvious that that's uh, Steph, Clay, and Draymond. They're, they're, they're each down at 34 for Steph and then 33 each for, for uh, Draymond Green and, and Clay Thompson. So even that in itself is crazy that he's played almost uh, double uh, of the next active player. But after those mm-hmm. four guys, so LeBron, Steph, uh, Draymond Green, and Clay Thompson, can you name me who have the next uh, in terms of active, like technically active players mm-hmm. in the NBA right now who have uh, the next most NBA Finals games. And I'll give you three guesses to get them right. And if you if you're if you're getting them sort of in the right order, uh, you know, within one or two, I'll let you keep going. So uh, cool. we'll, we'll we'll play it by ear. Okay, so the first guy that I want to throw out there, I think this one's probably obvious. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, he's got to be up there. He is two, three. He is fourth after uh, those four guys that I said. So I'm not going to give that to you, guys. Matt. That's a miss. Oh, so, so there's three guys yes, ahead of him correct. and three guys below the the, 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 the dubs. Correct. And, okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Hmm, I guess but he is some, some older Got to be some older guys here that have been in the league for a hot minute. Uh, I have to be more. It's going to be like role players and shit. Uh, man, I'm trying to think. Is Reggie Jackson on any other ones? No. Uh, active players. Uh, man. Oh, mm, yeah. Give me. Uh, what about Kevin Durant? He is sixth. So he's actually the next. He's actually tied with okay. another guy, but next after Kawhi. But there's th- still okay. three guys between the LeBron and the Warriors guys and uh, Kawhi. Like you said, there's three guys in there. And one of these guys, according to StatMuse, he's active. I actually don't know what roster he's on, but we're going to go by this, that he is technically still. He hasn't retired I'm, I'm, as far as I know. Okay. Uh, what about, uh, what about Kyrie? Is Kyrie in there? Multiple finals? He's down again. He's next after Katie's man. Him and, uh, Harrison Barnes are tied, uh, for, I guess that would be fifth after, uh, after Kawhi. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess that's my three guesses. The only other guy I was going to give you one more. I was going to throw, I was saying maybe Jimmy Butler was in there, but I think he's only got the two finals appearances. He's not going to crack that. Nope. Nope. Yeah. He's, he's down there. Uh, yeah, I don't even see him on this list. He's under, where is he? What the hell? Oh yeah, there he is. Yeah. He has 11 games, but that's way down. Well, actually that's only two less than Jimmy. So you're, you're in the right ballpark, but you missed these three that I was thinking of. So after LeBron James, Steph, uh, Draymond Green and, and Clay Thompson. Danny Green uh, is the next most with 24. Is that the guy who you weren't sure on a roster? Yep. Who does he play for? I don't know, but he's not retired, so he's still active. I feel like he just got traded, actually. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I guess so. He's technically still active. Um, but yeah, that that's obviously all the Spurs finals appearances and then with the Raptors yep, and yep. then with the Lakers. He was on the Lakers, right? Yeah, Lakers. Won? Yep, yep, when they won, yeah. Um, and then he went uh, back to back after Could have been you, Kawhi. Yeah. Uh, and then after him, uh, you were right when you said role players, uh, Mr. Tristan Thompson, 22 finals appearances somehow. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, another Cavs role player, Kevin Love with 19. Just because of yeah, all I those. Guess he, had, he, had, 
He had the one extra one because yeah. Kyrie left after uh, the, the Isaiah Thomas trade. And then, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, all those so, okay, shitty I, teams I that went, LeBron I, dragged. Yeah. I was going to say, I should have been able to get the Kevin Love, uh, Tristan Thompson, and I was not going to get. Uh, yeah, but Danny Green, one. that was yeah, that was a deep pull. That was a good one. Yeah, all right. There's number one. Uh, where's my Starting off hot. Okay, so the Celtics right now, they have a win percentage of 793. Uh, so let's assume, you know, that, that, that holds, or just, just from this point, uh, that win percentage, there have been four teams since 1973 to have that win percentage and not win a title. So if the Celtics keep that mm. sort of win percentage and they don't win, there's only been four teams to have, you know, that many wins or, or that high of a win percentage without actually finishing it with a title. So, uh, can yep. you name those teams, Matt? One is obviously pretty obvious. Uh, there might be a couple. Yeah. More yeah. Se- se- yeah. Se- 73, 73 and nine warriors is yep, obviously that's the number the, one, the big one. Yep. Uh, I believe same season. Uh, the, so what would that be? Uh, the, the 2016, uh, no, not 2016. Yeah. 2016, uh, the 2016 Spurs also Correct. they won like 62 or 65 games. They that's were right. sick. Yep. Uh, that's two. who knows? Maybe Zaza Pachulia doesn't take a Kawhi. Maybe they beat them. Maybe. Uh, then after that, uh, what about uh, I don't know if they won that many games. What about the uh, the, the the Dirk Nowitzki? Uh, do I have to give you the year? Uh, yes. Well, it- okay. I'm, I'm trying. To, I think it was like the 07 Mavericks. They they lost to the they were the one seed and they lost to the Warriors. I believe Warriors Is three for year? three, Matt. You're three for, and and not only three for three. These are the the highest ones to not win it. So you are you are three for three. Ooh, you just got okay. one more and then you're 100. percent Oh man, that's gonna be tough. Because there's been again, there's been some good teams out there. I no, they, they no, they never won. I don't think they ever got to sixty. I was gonna say maybe one of those Raptors teams uh, a couple of years ago, but I don't think it was one of them. Oh man, uh, oh uh, Houston Rockets from twenty, what would it be 2015, 2016, something like that. I I feel like I kind of want to give that to you because they actually have the same winning percentage as the Celtics right now. It's the, the 18 Rockets, the 24 missed threes. Yeah, the yeah, Warriors yeah, Rockets, exactly. 65 yeah, wins yeah. or whatever. That, that te- technically they, I, I didn't count them because they're tied with the Celtics, um, you know, in, in win percentage right now. But, uh, uh, but you've earned yourself another guess though, Matt, because that was, that was Ooh, really okay. close. You got one more. One more guess. But I and like, I can give yeah, you a hint if you want. Modern. I can give you a hint. Be... Mm, sure. Like, give me the hints. I feel like this one has to be like pre two thousands. There's got to be one of these teams that, that it's failed. okay. It's after two thousand, and it's an Eastern Conference team. Interesting. After two thousand, I. Ooh, was it? Uh... I'm gonna go with. Oh, wait a minute. Was it the Miami Heat 2011 when they lost to Dallas? Nope. No, but it was a no. LeBron team. It was the 2008-2009 Cleveland Cavaliers. And I was and I was thinking about the Cavs for a bit there, but I was like, yeah. those teams, I know one year they were like they were close to, if not the top team in the East, but I'm like, I don't think they won that many games. No, That's yeah, fucking they were, crazy. I think that team won 60 plus. Well, they did if they were, yeah, at yeah. 80, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Shout and then, out to Zildrunas uh, Yeah, uh, and, then, and then the fucking Magic uh, are actually the Eastern Conference <laughs> representatives in that season. That was the season that yeah. should have been the Kobe versus LeBron finals that we never yeah. got. Yeah. Um, but hey, uh, we got Kobe, Kobe and Dwayne. Isn't that what everyone wanted? Yeah, it's just as good, just as good. Um, but good for you, Matt. That was—I uh, don't think I would have gotten those those four. Uh, but uh, well done, well done. Um, yeah, all I'll right, t- I'll take what I can get. One more. So based on that uh, 
conversation, that, that Wemby Chet conversation. I wanted to put their achievements this year into perspective a little bit. So rookies all time to average 17 points and 2.6 blocks or more. Cause that's basically what Chet is at right now. He's at like 17 something points and 2.6 blocks. Wemby's obviously North of that. He's like 20 and three and a half almost blocks. Mm-hmm. Um, how many other rookies have met those uh, statistical averages per game, you know, through a full season, obviously back, uh, you know, in yeah. when, when Kareem was a rookie, when Bill Russell and uh, Wilt, those guys don't count because they weren't measuring blocks back then. So yeah, I think yeah, it's, yeah. you know, in the somewhat modern era, like eighties and onwards when, when you would come in as a rookie, uh, how yeah. many other players uh, did that? Could you give me the stats just quickly one more time? Just once over just 17 points or more and 2.6 okay. blocks or more. So basically two and a half okay. blocks, but did, uh, did Dwight do it? Nope. Dwight didn't do it. Okay, that was my that was my like one I was pretty confident about. What about uh, what about Chris Bosh? Nope. No, no Bosh. Interesting. Okay. Mm, and I can, like I, can man I can give you been. one hint too if you want. Uh, I've got two sort of sure, hints. Sure, well, I'll, t- I'll take I'll take the hints I need. So well, oh, right. actually no, I'm gonna throw one more out there first. Okay, okay, okay. What about Kevin Garnett? Nope. Nope. Damn. But so I will say there's four guys. There's only four. And okay. think. Think earlier rather than modern. That, that's the only hint I'll give you. Interesting. Okay. But obviously not back to the... it has to, to the, be a little bit, yeah. 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 Mm. Did Pippen do it? No, no, no. No, okay. I was going to say, I didn't give it up the block, yeah. but what about, uh, I guess the points too. They're all then. big men. They're all big men. I'll give you that too. Yeah, okay. What about Hakeem? Hakeem is one, yes. Okay, Hakeem. I'm going to also throw out Shaq. Did Shaq do that? Shaq is another one. Okay, that's a that's a good one. So got two more. Uh, what about? Oh, no, nah, he wouldn't have had the block. I was gonna say Pau Gasol, but I don't think that he would have had the blocks. Uh, but he had a, he had a good rookie year. Uh, I'll give you two more guesses to get the last. Two. What about? What about nice. uh, what about a, a teammate of uh, of uh, Hakeem early on? What about Ralph Sampson? Nope. No. Mm, Anthony Davis. Nope. David Damn, Robinson. Man, he didn't have the points. David Robinson and Alonzo Mourning were the only other two mm, rookies yeah. to cross that. Okay. So I wouldn't uh, have. I wouldn't. David Robinson. I should have gotten, but Zoe. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't yeah, have guessed. Yeah, Zoe is a guess he would have had seventeen. Cut. Yeah, that's that's crazy. But uh, David Robinson. I was like, looking I I, at his um, uh, rookie averages, and they're actually fucking mm-hmm. insane. Uh, I'm trying to find them here because he was the, dude, his whole career was like his stats are nuts. Like I think he might actually be one of those slept on players ever. Absolutely. Like, because, well, there was just so many other good, I, I, yeah, I lost it here, but it was something like 24 points and like three blocks or something. And yeah. I'm sure like 12 boards or something. It, it was insane. Like as a rookie, I, he came in as that fucking freak out of, uh, where'd he go? Like army or Navy, Navy. or something. Like, I think he was already yeah. a, a yeah, fully know. grown man. Um, so, uh, yeah, you know, he had yeah. an advantage. He, he was there, what? But, 23, 24. Like he yeah, was, he I was think older. he played four years. Yeah. 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 So, uh, but and also, yeah, I mean, that guy was a, dumb. that was a physical specimen. Never yeah. seen biceps like that ever. Yeah. Never well, since. Maybe Giannis could give him a good run to flex off in their prime. I don't know. Well, he was, he was like, like, like Victor, we we're talking about the five by fives. I think he, he was, he had a quadruple, quadruple double, right? He's like one of the only guys yes, to, uh, yes. to have done it. He was, 
just in all facets mm-hmm. of the game, he was awesome. But uh, no, but Hakeem clowned him that one time, and then everyone just forgot about him because uh, you know, yeah, yeah, the dream shake took him down. But uh, yeah, that's the company well, that man, Chet, I'll... Chet, and Wemby are in. Uh, those four guys, some it's of the crazy. best, <laughs> the best centers of all yeah, time, Hall of Famer. Uh, so uh, there you go. But no, that was good, man. Those are good trivia questions. I like that. That was uh, those were some good, uh, good head scratchers. Uh, I think I got. I, I think I'm gonna pass. I think I'm gonna get fifty percent close to. Had to, had to have some assistance. Uh, but no, that, that was good. Uh, so yeah, I'll come back with a vengeance now and uh, see if I can come up with some creative ones to get Jordan with yes. uh, next week. But be sure to come up, come back on Monday because that's when we're recording. Yep. And also Fridays, Mondays and Fridays. Come back and listen to the next episode. Sometimes they come out Tuesdays. Sometimes they come out Saturdays. Yes, or but, hey, we Saturdays record or a Wednesday. on Monday and Friday. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Yes. Or when we hit record, whenever. Yeah. We, sometimes we, we, we don't. It just comes out. But we'll let you know yeah. on uh, X if anything uh, goes crazy. That's why you got to follow us there. Yes. Exactly. Yep. Give us a follow on X, Instagram, Facebook for the old heads, and TikTok as well. Uh, I'm sure Jordan is going to be on that, uh, you know, uh, today. Some point, uh, man, at some point. He loves TikTok. I love TikTok. Uh, but he loves I love it. watching TikToks. Uh, I don't love making TikToks yes. so much. But uh... well, maybe you should just do a uh, reacting to TikTok. <laughs> that could be it. Yeah. Uh, if you guys want to watch Jordan react to watching his own TikTok feed, you it's don't a lot have to of, see what he's watching. It's, it's a lot of Love face. Island uh, TikToks and mm. then baby TikToks as well. I don't know why I'm getting to that age, Gross. Matt. Babies, baby, I don't know. How about you? Baby TikToks, cat videos. How about you start watching the hundred videos that I've sent you? And you <laughs> no. don't know how to watch. No. And you, but your algorithm will be changed forever. Yeah, yeah uh, and it'll for the better. But uh, we'll be back on Monday. Thank you for for listening for Big Dog Ball Talk. Manic or Jordan Fleal, and as my good friend Jordan always says. Uh, look, I think Roy ultimately is, a you know, a slept on as a good guy. Uh, this is another office reference. I'm going to forgive mm-hmm. everyone, uh, or sorry, I, I hope charge, everyone, right. I hope everyone forgives me. Uh, I'm just re I've been bored. So I've been rewatching the office. So th- th- that Same. might be my, my final, uh, sort of send off for the next, I'm on like two, man. Two is just so, oh, okay. I'm a little ahead of you. Well, two is just so nostalgic. Uh, it, it's, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're all still so they, they literally look different. Uh, but it's not yeah. like season one. It's actually pretty funny even though season one you know has its uh good parts but i watched the one where they go on that cruise uh the booze cruise on <laughs> lake wallam palm pack or whatever and yeah, look yeah, roy, roy was just trying to get drunk with daryl uh and take a shot fun. and and jim cruise. and pam are like eh, i don't want to do that and they go and talk i'm like yeah. you guys are fucking lame you guys are lame uh, yeah. i would be with roy and daryl uh throwing it mm-hmm. back uh you know dancing uh throwing it back fun stuff. well yeah Kyle Lowry. yeah <laughs> That's, that's take a charge. That would be a great music video with the cast of The Office mm-hmm. on that boat. Kyle yes. Lowry just twerking all over the place. Um, love it. That's something. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, I, 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 in my watchback, I've kind of come to the same conclusion. That is, I think it's maybe because I'm uh, an adult now. I've been yes. through life's experiences. I've been through the ringer. Jim and Pam are horrible Ooh. people. Yeah, they throughout suck. most of the series, <laughs> they they're suck. horrible. They're bullies. Yeah. They are, uh, you know, they're, they're really uh, kind of elitist toward people, yes, even though they correct. both suck. Yeah, uh, yeah I've, uh, justice for Roy and also justice for Karen Filippelli. She got the raw end of the deal there. Yeah.